What is up, everybody? Welcome in to the Bat Flip, where we discuss everything baseballs. I'm Lana Raby. With me, Deuce Thomas, new face on the show. Welcome in, brother. Thank you, sir. Um, it's good to be back. Season four. Um, I mentioned this on More Important Issues today. We're getting old, um, and it doesn't feel like we've been doing this for four years, but here we are. Um, Tony's been doing it for seven, so you know we, we got here right at the at the right time, I guess. Um, I'm excited. Tennessee's back. Baseball season is back. And um, it looks like we got a – I mean, I know we're number nine in the country, but I, I think we're going to be a dang good baseball team once we get everything figured out. Um, two good wins in Arlington this weekend. Um, before we get into everything, I do want to mention our good friend, Aguani Farms Golf Course in beautiful Rockford, Tennessee, really close to Knoxville, right past that Blount County line. And um, – Man, it is the the best golf course I've been to. Um, I know I've been, play, been playing golf for a long time, but I consider it my home course. And uh, you just won't find anything better. Just a beautiful 18-hole golf course, great driving range, putting greens, um, just everything about it. Go make it your home course today. Go to aguanifarmsgolf.com and uh, book your tee time today. Um, so go check them out. Thank them. And uh, tell them more important issues to you. Um, we, we appreciate them um, sponsoring the show. Um, just great friends over there, great people. So go check them out. Um, yeah, hey, a uh, really good weekend for the Vols. They get two wins in Arlington. Um, had a chance to win three, just couldn't make it happen. You, you lose the the Saturday game in extra innings, but uh, the bot the bats were were hot um, on Sunday. And then Friday, they got hot at, hot at times. So, um, you know, I'm liking the lineup. I, I just think that that should be one of the best lineups in the country. I think pitching is going to come. But I think you have absolute stud in A.J. Russell. I like what I saw from Nate Sneed, A.J. Causey out of the bullpen. You know, Drew Beam is going to be Drew Beam this year. Um, so I'm just really liking the the new faces and um, seeing guys in different roles um, that we've seen so far. So, uh, just like what I saw, Billy Amick, Amick, sorry, is a freaking stud. That's all yeah. you can say about him. Just a freaking stud. Um, big weekend, Deuce. What did what did you see this weekend that that really impressed you? Yeah, man. Like you said, it's just it's so nice to have baseball back. Um, but there was there was good things that happened. There were some bad things happened. But I think overall, like you said, you know, you come out of there two and one, you've got to be happy. It's baseball. Um, you're not going to win every game. You're going to have your off nights. We had, like you said, we had a chance to win all three games, but you took advantage of the two you got. And uh, yeah, just happy to see all these new faces, everybody blending in well. Um, yeah, Amick, love him already. Um, go ahead and give me a jersey. Let me hang it up behind me. <laughs> but yeah, overall, just it's it's exciting. I'm excited for this week. Excited to see more to come. Um, and it's good to see you know old faces that were you know still taking care of business and you know carrying the team and hopefully uh, going to be the leaders that you know get us another trip in Omaha. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy that some of these guys that we've seen since we started the show have now like moved on, um, and and then some of these guys that it feels like just yesterday they were freshmen and Blake Burke and Christian Moore. Now they're juniors, probably their last season on Rocky top. Um, it, it's just awesome to see kind of this program just, just continue to grow, continue to, to rebuild and reload. 
every single year. And you saw it on Friday night against a number 18 or number 19, I think, Texas Tech team, top 25 team, whatever ranking you're looking at. There's a billion of them. Um, I mean, you saw how good this Tennessee team can be. A.J. Russell, 10 strikeouts. Um, I, I think a couple earned runs. Um, but, man, he is uh, – he's a stud. And then A.J. Causey came in and threw – it's hard for me to say just as well, but almost just as well as A.J. Russell, and it's yep. different. Um, and I, I think they're going to complement each other very well with A.J. Russell, um, you know, coming in with that. Yeah, I mean, he's got the the stuff. He, he's another rocket arm that, that Frank Anderson has produced over the years. And then you have A.J. Causey that just has that submarine sidearm uh, kind of delivery, and, and it just it just seemed like it. Texas Tech had no answer for it. And no. Love what I saw from those two guys. You know what did what did what did you see from the the pitching staff this weekend that really impressed you? Well, I mean, especially game one, it's like the A.J. show. Um, yep, yep. You know, Russell comes in, and then we we just we take advantage of it. And what we strike out seventeen of twenty seven batters, it's unreal. Yeah. I mean, you like to think that happens. You win every single game that you know you play. Um, but especially overall, with that think, lineup, it's going to be hard to lose. Exactly. When, exactly. when you have that kind of talent in your lineup, and you're able to hold teams to two or three runs, you like your chances not in and not out. One hundred percent, like the nineties Braves, baby. <laughs> But, no, I mean, overall, all weekend, you've got to feel pretty good with the pitching. Um, I mean, game two, there was, you know, maybe some issues late. But, overall, I think I think pitching was was fine. Um, game two, I think our bats went a little cold. We had some guys that, you know, chased some pitches and some, you know, it just – but it happens, like we were talking about earlier. Baseball yeah. is – it's a weird sport. And uh, you're going to have those games. Yeah, what about um, Florida? They went – I think they lost their first game, and I think the last two got canceled. So they went winless in the opening weekend. I know Vanderbilt lost the game, probably should have lost two, one on a walk-off on Friday. Um, I think Arkansas got beat by James Madison today. So, uh, yeah, I mean, like you were talking about earlier, baseball is is crazy. Um, yeah, you want to go in and, and win those three games, probably three teams that you're probably better than at least on paper, and just yep. weren't able to to get that one on Saturday. But, yeah, the bats were cold. And when you have bases loaded, can we please score some runs? I mean, yeah, that's, that's is that going to be our kryptonite? I mean, it seems like two outs, no problem. But if there is bases loaded, good God. Um, yeah, hopefully that's just uh, – let, let's get that out of our system now before we get to SEC play. But, you know, that was something that – this weekend, I'd like to to maybe get back is, and I'm sure these hitters would as well. Um, but that first inning came back to bite you when you had bases loaded, couldn't get anything out of it, and um, you know you end up being tied one to one at the end of the nine innings. And you know, then you look back and you're like, man, if you could get at least one across. That's the difference. You know, Dylan Dryling had a big home run in that game to tie it. And then, you know, like you said, the pitching, I just feel like we were not going to win that game 
you know, when when it was when when we missed out on those opportunities in the ninth inning, I, it just felt like a game that we just the bats aren't going. It didn't seem like they were going to get going anytime soon. It just seemed like it was a matter of time before it fell apart. You have Aaron Combs who was pitching really well at the time. He yep. is, um, you know, dominating with some nasty stuff, and he walks your your eight and nine hole hitters, and then he gives up. One that's probably should have been caught. Dylan Dryling probably admits that too. Yeah. Um, but but it gets by him, and um, you know, just kind of the wheels fell off there. But uh, you know, you're probably not going to get that very often from that lineup. I, at least you sure hope not. With guys right. like Christian Burke, who had a, or Christian Burke. That's that's their married name, I guess. Um, <laughs> Blake Burke, who, who didn't have a great. Opening weekend, but it's still a guy who had three hits, I think, on the weekend. So it's hard to really, you know, you you probably want to see him have better approaches at the plate. It just, he just didn't feel comfortable up there. Um, But he's a guy that's going to, he's going to dominate. Christian Moore's another one. Man. It's just, but like, like you're saying, I mean, it's early. We've got to find our identity. It's a completely different team. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had that issue last year. You just got to, you've got to find out who you are, who we are this year. And, uh, you know, you really don't have much of a judgment after three games, three. And, and it, I mean, obviously it's, you know, real games, but it feels like almost three kind of scrimmages to an extent. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, I think you've got to be happy with, with how this weekend went. Yeah, it's a good measuring stick. You know, you go against three um, – one top 25 team, but three power five programs and, you know, Oklahoma team that's going to be in your conference next year. So, <laughs> yeah, it's a good measuring stick to see where you're at. Um, you know, nobody in in this classic, the Shriners Global Classic yeah, or whatever something it was like called. That. Um, you know, these things get out of hand of, of what they're called. But, yeah, that thing. In in Arlington, no team win undefeated. So you're definitely one of the top teams in that. I think Texas Tech went two and one, but you beat they them. Mm-hmm. And then maybe Oklahoma went two and one. I think. Don't I think you're right. That. Yeah, don't quote me on that. I think but, you're uh, right. Yeah, a, a good measuring stick. You know, Billy Amick. It seems like he is ready to take on the world i mean just a beautiful swing everything he hits is mashed it's solid um even he grinded out into a double play on on sunday and it was 102 off the bat like it's it's disgusting what what he's able to do and i can't wait until we're not in a big league park i mean those balls were were kind of flying out a little bit on sunday but it, it seemed like it took us a while to really you know play the course if you will um, with with the park, but I think they're going to fly out of Lindsey Nelson, as you've seen over the past couple of years with this team. Yeah, because, I mean, Amick has two on Sunday at home. Mm-hmm. Tears has oh, another yeah. one. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, there's probably three or four throughout the weekend that, you know, Lindsey Stel- Nelson, they, they fly out easily. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, um, can we talk about the flow baseball subscription whatever it is yeah i mean horse crap that's that's 30 30 dollars a little rough but they for that they need better commentators the stream was fine 
the quality. Yeah, we had, we had really no no trouble with the the stream. It, it was yeah the the announcers weren't great. Um, they didn't do like they did I think two years ago, where they had a guest like every five minutes. Yeah, and it was people that weren't like prepared to talk on a microphone, and it was just horrendous. Um, you're just like, dude, I w- I just want to watch this team like play, and I'm having to listen to some guy that you know was a doctor here, or you know, it just has nothing to do with what's going on. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's like the Porsche runners kid that they pulled up there. He did not want to be up there. Yeah, it's like, dude. I mean, you're I just get it, but kid. yeah, the poor guy. I mean, he just. Yeah. But I mean, also, if I'm eight, nine years old and I get pulled into a booth, I'm not saying a word. Oh, no. I'm probably not doing it now. You get me a few drinks, I'll do it. <laughs> You're in? <laughs> I'm in. Um, but yeah, I really don't have a lot for this series. I think it's it's going to be interesting to see how everybody responds. Um, I think you have ETSU. You definitely have ETSU this weekend or, or this week. You also have Albany next weekend. It will be your weekend series. You have UNC Asheville on Tuesday, ETSU on Wednesday, and then you play Friday, Saturday, Sunday against Albany. So, you know, two not great well, – I mean, three not great opponents. Um, I think ETSU is probably your better one. UNC Asheville, I think they got swept. I forget who they played. Um, yeah, it should be a, another – you know, it, it, baseball's here. Like, it's – it's all week now. It is Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You're probably gonna you're gonna have a midweek game, um, so at least four to five games every single week. Um, and I'm interested to see kind of what the pitching rotation, the bullpen, all that kind of kind of shakes out. I thought Nate Snead um, looked really good on on Sunday night. Aaron Combs was looking great and, and kind of cruising, and then he just ran into a few issues there. <coughs> Um, AJ Russell is a dude. I, I'm just really liking the the kind of new faces and, and new roles. Like I thought, Bracky Lowry. I thought he played well. Um, played a pretty good second base, and then you know he had. I know he's toward the bottom of the lineup, and he didn't do anything outstanding. But I I don't think he was, you know, kind of a guy you were trying to hide either. Um, and, and you're not going to be able to hide from this lineup with. Cannon Peebles, who, you know, had an okay weekend. Mm-hmm. Hunter Inslee, Tears, who just was mashing the ball on on Sunday. Um, Billy Amick, Christian Moore, who probably had probably the best weekend of, of everybody, but Amick hit the two home runs, so he's going to get the kind of credit there. Um, and then Blake Burke. I mean, it, there's just nowhere in the lineup that you're just like, all right, where can we get out? Um, no, where, where is it safe that this guy's not going to hit a 400 foot bomb? There's just not a lot of. I mean, heck, Hunter Inslee hit one off Paul Skeens in in Omaha that was like over 400 feet, and he's your leadoff guy. Yeah, Dylan Dryling, you know, mashed one on Saturday night that was that was well over 400 feet. I mean, it was crushed. And then Kavaris Tears, who was your nine hole guy on Sunday, is. You know, he hits two out if we're at Lindsey Nelson. He hit one dead center. Yep. That was 409, I think. Um, it had to be 410 at the wall. So, you know, just a couple more feet and, and that ball's gone. Um, 
so yeah, you, you just have a ton of power in this lineup. And you got athletes too, guys that can move. Um, yeah. I like Hunter Inslee on the bases, Christian Moore on the bases. Uh, I think this team is is going to be solid, and uh, I, I'm I'm excited to see kind of how things shake out. Got to stay healthy, but I think you got guys behind. You know, you got Robin Villeneuve, you got Dalton Bargo, um, Cal Stark behind some of these guys, and you're just like, if they go down, we're not. It's not detrimental no. to the season. Yeah, and uh, speaking of uh, Cal Stark, can I give him a shout out? Uh, that Saturday, I mean Saturday game, man, he looked he looked good. Because <laughs> I remember saying, I was like, "Was that Peebles?" And then he took his mask off. I was like, "Oh my goodness, mm-hmm. it's it's Cal Stark." And then you saw him; he mouthed a few profanity words over when he threw that guy out. But hey, that, that's so. our that's our identity. Yeah, if you boys. get gunned down from the knees, you deserve to get a little chewing there. One hundred percent. Um. Yeah, I just. That's what sucks about the Saturday game is, like, you played so well defensively. Like, Dylan Dryling had some. Billy Amick in the in the mm-hmm. first inning had a great play at third base. Blake Burke um, got one through the guy out at home. Um, that, that would have been a the game, I guess, winning run at that point. Um, and a triple play. And a triple play. Yeah, I forgot about that. Chris, Chris Stalmos – he looked good on, on Sunday. He looks – I mean, he, he's going to be a guy in this bullpen that, that's, you know, going to be a – you're going to see him pitch quite a bit in, in, in a lot of games. Um, Pitchers are athletes too. They are. I mean, man. Even with a different glove. Yeah. He made it with someone else's glove. Yeah, that that's, is, that's a nice assist for Xander Seacrest's glove. He should get a little, a little love, a little bit of credit for that triple play because I agree. he had the glove. Yeah, I agree. Um, not sure exactly. I, I need an explanation on what was wrong with the glove. Was it too light, or I mean, yeah, because they never said. Even the announcers on Sunday's game was talking. They had no, no, no idea, clue. no clue. Which that doesn't surprise me, but <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it's just it was just weird. Mm-hmm. You don't really see that very often. No. Um, yeah, but a uh, triple play. It was the first one since 1997. So uh, Peyton Manning would have – that was the – Peyton Manning's last season at Tennessee was 1997. It's pretty crazy. That's wild. I mean, that was one. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I'm, I'm not sure how many tri- – I haven't seen a lot of triple plays. I've seen some in the major leagues. Um, we saw another one – we saw a double play on Sunday that was – you know, just kind of a routine fly ball in center yeah. field, and Hunter Inslee just chucks it over to first, and the guy's just – I don't know what he was doing. Um, we appreciate it, but I don't know oh, what. Oh, yeah, we'll take that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's what sucks about Saturday is, like, you played so good defensively. You just need a little bit more from the bats, and you're 3-0. and Man, that, that's, that just that's sucks. What, yeah, it sucks because you, you look at it. I mean, for as rough as the bats were, you were sitting there in the ninth inning with – a very good chance. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you hate to say you blew it, but you kind of, to an extent, I mean, you just didn't take advantage of yeah. runners in scoring positions. I, I don't know exactly what the stats were, how many, you know, we left on bag, but, or on base, but it was bad. It was rough. But, like we said earlier, those games happen, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
I think I can pull up. We had 11 left on base. So, kind of hurts. That's rough. Kind of That's hurt. rough. And I'd say um, half of those were with no outs. <clears throat> yeah, good portion of them, probably. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. So, yeah, you're going to look up, look back on that one and, and really kind of, you know, want to beat your brains in for it. But got to move on. Uh, again, a, a big week ahead for Tennessee. I don't really have a, a lot else. We can go ahead and get into our MVPs and, and get this show kind of wrapped up here. Okay. Um, appreciate everybody joining in again. Um, love that we're going to do this every Monday at, at 6 o'clock, so feel free to join in. Um, it, it'll be on YouTube, Spotify, um, Apple, wherever you get your podcast. Uh, also Twitter, Facebook as well, live. Um, I'll go first. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go uh, Christian Moore. Two RBIs, only two RBIs, but was six for 12 on the weekend, batted 500. And, you know, I know Billy uh, is going to get a lot of credit for this weekend, rightfully so. But a lot of those RBIs that he got is because Christian Moore was on base because he got hits. So I'm going to go with Christian Moore. And also, like, being a true second baseman and going over to, to shortstop, he just means so much to this baseball team. So I'm going to go Christian Moore for my MVP of the week. Yeah, I like that. And to add to that, I mean, it just it looks like, like he didn't miss a step from the end of last year to this year, um, swinging the bat well. It surprised me how well he looked or just how comfortable he looked at short. Um, I mean, knowing from playing baseball, that's a tough – that's a big change. It doesn't mm-hmm. seem like it, but going from second to short, that is a big change. Yeah. And uh, he made all the plays he needed to make. So hopefully mm-hmm. he continues that. Um, yeah, I'm going Billy Amick. Um I mean, welcome to Rocky Top. I, love it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, he just like we were talking about earlier. Every single ball that he hit was hit hard. Um, it was. Uh, he had a rough second game. Also, it <clears throat> happens. Mm-hmm. But two home runs. The home run Sunday night. I mean, as soon as it hit the bat, I mean, you knew it was gone in second deck. Yeah, you don't you don't do that in Major League Stadiums much. Um, also, had a triple. Right, had a triple. Yeah, he was mm-hmm. on uh, cycle watch for a little bit. Yeah, um, and then that, just wrote that one. They, they did. It. It's yeah, they did. But yeah, I got I got to go, Billy Amick. Um, yeah, very excited for him. I know everybody was excited coming into the season, but um, I mean, just look, just I mean, he made great plays at third, swung the bat well. He's just got a beautiful swing. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot of those guys in that lineup that were just flies off the bat, but Billy mm-hmm. Amick. I mean, it's different. <clears throat> Might be the best transfer portal get in the country. Um, Agree. Glad he's in orange. Love the it. Right orange. Uh, the, yes. the, the right Yes. The right orange this time. Yep. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, great stuff. We'll yep. be back uh, next Monday, 6 o'clock, so be there. Um, also, go check out our good friends at Aguani Farms Golf Course um, over in Rockford, Tennessee. Go check them out. And uh, appreciate you all listening.